Thank you for taking the time to listen to this life-changing message from the Ministry of Faith Bible Chapel. We hope this message will encourage you in all parts of your life. At the end of this message, you will hear more information on how to contact our church family, as well as directions for you to visit us for any of our worship services. Until then, join us for the service in progress. Well, good morning, everyone. How are you this morning? Isn't this a great day? This is a great day. Well, it's my privilege to speak on behalf of Pastor George and the Board, and the board of Elders of Faith Bible Chapel. And Jason, we want to say, first of all, thank you for accepting the call to be our next senior pastor. We are truly excited to journey together and to see what the Lord has in store for all of us as we move now into the future. Jason, we believe that this is a God-ordained moment. And as elders, we believe that God, by the power of his Holy Spirit, has brought you here and called you and your family into this ministry. You know, it's been incredible. Those of you that have been with us over the years, it has been absolutely incredible to watch the hand of the Lord through this transition process. And believe it or not, this process didn't start yesterday or even a year ago. This process started with Pastor George well over seven years ago. And uh, there was many of the time he and I would talk and say, you know, who's the next? Who's next? What happens next? So, Jason, this process has been going on for a while, over seven years. And over the last seven years, the elders and Pastor George have sought God regarding the next leadership of Faith Bible Chapel. And, you know, it's our heart's desire to see this church and every church explode with growth as we see people experience the love of Jesus in their lives. And we want the next generation to be transformed with the good news of Jesus Christ, just as our lives and our families have been transformed over the years. Jason, while we were seeking the Lord and his direction, we believe that the Lord began in you something new and something fresh. And we believe he began to prepare you and your family for this moment, for this moment in time. And it's during this time that you completed your Bible college studies. You began to serve in your local church. The Lord then brought you here to Faith Bible Chapel, and you served as our youth leader. Then you served as our worship leader. Then the Lord led you to the mission field, and he taught you many things. And one of the things that I know he taught you, because you and I have talked about it, one of the things I know he put in your heart is a fire to run after him and to reach people with the good news of Jesus Christ. And I remember while you were in England, unbeknownst to any of us, the Lord supernaturally spoke to you through visions, dreams, and from words from other men and women of God. And it was during this exact same time as a board, we're still seeking the Lord, saying, Lord, what's next? Lord, what do you have next? Who's the next leader? But we had no idea how the Lord was speaking to you, so we just continued to seek him. Say, Lord, lead us, guide us, show us. Well, folks, now we know the rest of the story. <laughs> now, we, now we know how it is, because Jason, in fact, did return to Faith Bible Chapel, and he became our missions pastor. But the dreams that he had, those things that God dropped in his heart regarding this church, while he was in England, the things that he dropped in his heart were not yet fulfilled. He came back, and he came, he came as our missions pastor, and those dreams just began to, began to percolate inside your heart. And Jason, we, the Board of Elders of Faith Bible Chapel, recognize that the hand of the Lord is upon your life and upon the lives of your family. We recognize he has placed your, his anointing on you to lead this great congregation and to bring the gospel to Arvada, the Denver area, our nation, and the entire world. We see your love, your passion for Israel and the Jewish people, and we know that it's your desire to continue to support them and to reach out to Israel as the Lord leads. Some of us 
had the privilege of seeing the mantle of leadership pass from our founding pastor to Pastor George, Pastor George Morrison. Some of, a few of us were there uh, when that happened. And Jason, now that same mantle is going to pass from Pastor George to you. We believe that God's hand is on you and that through your ministry, the door to the next generation will open wide so they too can experience the love of Christ. Just as the mantle of God's anointing was passed from Elijah to Elijah, we see that mantle of leadership falling on your life. We recognize the call, and we commission you and your family into the work of senior pastor of Faith Bible Chapel. You know what? God is not finished with this church. <laughs> this is the beginning of a new thing, and this is the dawning of a new day. Isaiah 43, 19 says this, Behold, I will do a new thing, and now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen ones. These people I have formed to myself, that they will declare my praise. And you know what Jesus told his disciples in commissioning them in Matthew chapter 10? Here's what he said. He said, as you go, go preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely as you have received, I want you to freely give. And Jason, after George shares, after Pastor George shares, and we lay hands on you and your family, we are asking for a fresh, new, double portion of his anointing over your life. We believe that his mantle of leadership and authority will rest on you, and we are asking God to anoint you with the very coals from off the altar of heaven, and that the fire of his word will explode from your hearts into a powerful, raging revival, as together we proclaim that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Congratulations. Hallelujah. Great job, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, I'd like, uh, the elders are going to come up uh, later, but would you guys stand up, you and your wives? Go ahead, stand up right now, quickly. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I just want you guys to recognize and see. Thank you so much. And they have really put a lot of prayer into all of this. And uh, so I have a few thoughts, but you know, Jason. Last night, the Lord impressed upon me that I was to begin a series of messages out of the book of Leviticus, and I'm going to go scripture by scripture. And when that is through, we'll, we'll finally give you the pulpit to you, okay? <laughs> oh, praise God. I've always wanted to preach out of Leviticus verse by verse, see how it would work out. Well, once again, good morning, everyone. This is a joyous day for Cheryl and I, for our family, for the church. It should be a joyous day that we celebrate. And again, what God has done and what God is going to do, it is amazing. I'm overwhelmed by it all. I notice that there are five transitions that I see that stand out in the Bible to us. And let me briefly mention those transitions. And uh, first of all, we look at Moses, and uh, that's a great example to us, uh, and the passing on from Moses to Joshua. And we all know the story. We don't even have to re rehearse the story. But it says, now Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses laid his hands on him. So the Israelites listened to him, 
and did what the Lord had commanded Moses. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to lay hands on you. We believe that the spirit of wisdom is going to be on you. And that's what we're believing for. Another transition happens with Elijah and Elijah, similar names but different. And in 2 Kings chapter 2, well, first of all, I guess I should mention, this is a kind of a, the funny part of all this, is that after that happened, it says that Moses went up to the mountain and died. <laughs> so Elijah to Elijah, 2 Kings chapter 2, something similar happened there. A chariot of horses and were on for the fire, went up in a whirlwind. And the cloak fell on Elijah. He picked it up and he struck the Jordan. That was the first big miracle and the Jordan River parted from him. So there's a mantle there and it is true. A mantle, an anointing you can call it. You can put a lot of words to it. But that happened also. David to Solomon. And you notice uh, Elijah went up to heaven in a chariot of fire. I mean, that's better than dying, but... Uh, in, in David and Solomon, it says that David served the Lord by the will of God in his generation, and then he slept with his fathers. But he served the Lord in his generation, and he passed that man on. Solomon went on to become, uh, bring Israel to the top of the nations. And uh, so that's another transition we have there. It says, when the time drew near, David uh, he gave a charge to Solomon, his son. I'm about to go the way of the earth. He said, be strong, act like a man, observe what the Lord your God requires. Walk in obedience to him. Keep his decrees and commands, his laws, his regulations, as written in the law of Moses. Do this that you may prosper in all that you do and wherever you go and that the Lord may keep his promise. If your descendants watch how they live, and if they walk faithfully before me with all their heart and soul, you will never fail to have a successor on Israel. So a blessing is promised to that person who leads the congregation that way. Then we have Jesus passing the mantle on to his disciples, which Doug referred to there. And uh, of course, you know, Jesus was then crucified after that. And the disciples went and spread the gospel uh, to all over the world. I, I'm not uh, just saying, you know. I'm, uh, <laughs> and, that, and then we have the transition that we know Paul to Timothy. And Paul being a, a mentor, a father to Timothy. Um, and I know, Jason, some of your family is here. And I thought about this while I was thinking about these verses. It says in the very beginning there, as Paul's writing to Timothy, he, he talks about Eunice, his mother, and Lois, his grandmother. And as a result of growing up in a good family, that he knew the Word of God. And uh, Paul referred to that for a reason. There's strength in that. There's something in that that, that uh, just will help you along in your ministry. And that God honors in the ministry. And we thank God for that. Paul went on to be crucified upside down. But uh, the ministry went on. <laughs> Timothy prospered and said that Timothy actually, history tells us that he lived uh, probably to 80 years old. And the way he died, so I don't know, I'm not 
prophesying over your life. <laughs> but there was a, a parade and a celebration to the goddess Diana. And that with all boldness, he stepped out of the street and they actually took him, drug him off and stoned him to death. So that's when you're 80, so you got a lot of years to think about <laughs> that. <laughs> Bad Helen. <laughs> Uh, people are saying, this is supposed to be a serious moment. <laughs> Listen, he'll have enough serious moments ahead of him. We might as well laugh a little bit. Uh, I find the word charge that Paul uses in the Bible, and I just kind of follow through on that word charge. Um, and, and it comes, and here's, here's the meaning of it. It means witness or testify or give evidence or to bear record. And when Paul said, I charge you, my son Timothy, he was actually saying, I charge you, Timothy, to bear witness, to testify, to, be a, to, to give evidence. And what's the evidence of? Of the power of Christ in him to transform a life, to change a life. And, of course, our vision statement is a change life and then you change the world. And we've seen that happen over and over again. The world begins with your family. You see a life change. You see a family change. You see extended family change. You see city change. And literally, that's what we're witnessing this past weekend, how we've seen lives change. And that's the way it happens. It's, thank God for the crusades. I thank God for the big uh, events that happen in stadiums. But where it really happens is with you first. And when Christ begins to change you and change your life, you become a testimony to those around you. And then another life is changed and another life is changed. To me, that is the power of the growth of the church right there, the individual being a witness as we make our journey in this world. So there are three charges that I like to share. And throughout the rest of our service, these will be happening. First of all, there'll be a, a charge to Jason of his responsibilities and what God is calling him to uh, as an individual. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 4, it says, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. The days ahead, I mean, we talk about the glorious days that God is going to be doing some great things. But let's realize that uh, there's a lot of evil ahead of us. And the Bible predicts that. But the more evil there is, the more grace there is. So we know that there will always be more grace than there is sin or evil. Always more grace available. Uh, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap for themselves teachers. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of the evangelist, fulfill your ministry. First Timothy chapter 6, it says, O Timothy, guard what was committed to your trust. It was a charge to Jason, 1 Timothy chapter 1, 19. His charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage a good war warfare. 
I thought a lot about that verse, but because of the prophecies and the words that were spoken before concerning Jason, and we, we've got where there was prophecy involved in it, there was words that came, there was confirmation from the elders, and because of all of that, uh, you can wage a good warfare now. You're not out there alone. God called you. It wasn't man that called you. God called you. Uh, you know that yourself. God put it in your heart. And because of that, you can with all confidence stand strong and tall and wage a good warfare before the enemy. Second Timothy chapter 2, I am reminded, and this is the verse, of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and now in your mother Eunice, I am sure dwells in you as well. For this reason, I remind you to fan the flame, the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. We're going to be laying on of hands, but I brought that verse out. It says to fan the flame, or another translation, stir up the gift that is within you. There'll be times along the road when you're going to have to fan the flame. <laughs> it just, and you have to be intense. You have to know that sometimes because of the pressures and because of the challenges that you have before you and the demands on your life and your family as a lead pastor, but you have to fan the flame. It's there. It's there. It just doesn't go totally out and go away. It's there. You just have to fan it. So that's a charge to Jason. Then there's a charge to the elders. Uh, and the charge to the elders comes straight from the Scriptures too. I charge you, Paul is speaking again, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that you observe these things without prejudice, doing nothing with partialities. And this was addressed to the elders back in verse 17. It was Paul's charge to the elders. Another charge of, of that uh, comes in uh, Acts chapter 20. Uh, Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which is he obtained with his own blood. It's his church. For whatever reason, he gave care to some leadership and anointed them to care for the church. Um, and uh, now I commend uh, you to God, to the, to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among all those that are sanctified. First Peter chapter 5 said, I exhort the elders among you as a fellow elder himself, shepherd the flock that is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly, and that God, as God would have you, not for shameful gain, but eagerly, not uh, domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. Elders be an example, continue to be an example to the flock. And then there's also a charge to the congregation. So a charge to Jason, a charge to the elders, and a charge to the congregation, which we are going to include in this at the, toward the end where you'll be involved in what is going to be taking place here in just a moment. And that charge really is you could take either some of the words in Deuteronomy or the words in Joshua, again, chapter 24. And I just want to jump to those words. The very last verse, Joshua has now fulfilled, but he said, then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and called for the elders of Israel. Then he was addressing, and he talks about giving you a land for which you did not labor and cities which you did not build and you dwell in them. You eat of the vineyards and the olive groves you did not plant. Now therefore fear the Lord. 
This is to the congregation. Serve him in sincerity and in truth. Put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the river in Egypt. Serve the Lord. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. It always comes down to a choice on our part. We hear the charge, we hear the words that are given to us, but the choice really lies with us. How often do you make that choice? Just not one time when you receive Christ as your Savior. Every single day, and maybe several times during the day, that you make a choice. God, no matter what, no matter how hard it might seem, no matter how unreasonable it might come across to me, no matter what I don't understand, Lord, you are still sovereign over all things, and we will serve you, and we will follow you. That's the charge. So we're to do that. But Joshua said this, but as for me and my house, I threw this in there, we will serve the Lord. And that's what we want to do. So Joshua said to the people, you are witnesses against yourself. It's because they said, we will do it. We will do it. He said, okay, you said it. Now your witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen the Lord for yourselves to serve him. Now, therefore, he said, Put away those foreign gods which are among you, incline your heart to the Lord God of Israel. The Lord God we will serve, they responded, and his voice will we obey. And that's the charge to the congregation. And so you can see that in the scriptures, God was uh, sensitive to, to each and every one of us and sensitive to our ways, in a way, but he gave us instructions on how we should take it from here to the next step, and that's exactly what we're doing here today. So uh, I'm not going to say any more. I won't get into the book of Leviticus today. <laughs> but at this time, I'd like to call Doug back, and I'd like to call the elders and their wives to come on up here on the stage, if you will. And I'd like to then call Jason and his family, his lovely wife Cheryl, and their two children that will come up here now. Let's give them a hand as they make their way up here. We're gonna, we're gonna take this, let's put this to the side there. Uh, so, uh, we are gonna allow the elders to, to lead out on this particular part of it and lay their hands on them. Uh, Jason will have a few comments and then we're gonna involve you as a congregation. Uh, but Jason and Cheryl, what a privilege it is for us to stand here and just be part of a God thing. And uh, that's all we've tried to do is just be part of what God is doing all the time. So we recognize that it's a God thing and God is doing it. And uh, so we feel honored just to be part of what God's. We do believe on the laying on of hands that there's something in the Hebrews chapter six that talks about the laying of hands. It's kind of one of the doctrines of the church, actual laying on of hands. So we believe something is not just you get our hands on you, uh, but that there's a spiritual significance behind this. There's a transference, there's something happens when we do it in humility and before God and behalf of God, that there's a transference that takes place. 
So we want to lay our hands on, and we want to do that, and we're open to what God would be speaking to any one of us to share, and we certainly want, and we have, Doug has a mic here as we, we do that. So you can join with us in your spirit. You either want to stretch your hands out while we do this, or however you want to respond to it, but we're just going to take and be led of what God is doing right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord, our God. Father, we come to you today in the name of Jesus, and we thank you for Jason and Cheryl, for their family. We thank you for this moment, Lord. We thank you for the call that you've extended to them. Lord, we thank you that you've equipped them. Lord, you've prepared them for such a time as this. So today we agree, Lord, that you would pour out your spirit in a fresh measure. Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of understanding. Lord, Father, we ask that you would give vision to Jason and Cheryl as they lead this body. Lord, would you give them your power, the power to see each person in this body as you see them. Father, give them patient endurance, steadfastness. Lord, the ability to lead this flock under the anointing of your spirit in Jesus' name. Father, I believe we, the elders, have merely recognized your choice. Oh, God, you opened our eyes to who this pastor should be. So I pray that we, as elders, would stand beside this man as we have stood beside Pastor George for 33 years. I pray that this congregation would receive Pastor Jason with the love that it gave to Pastor George. God, that you would um, help us, all the body that is in this room and all the people that call Faith Bible Chapel their home, that we would rally around Pastor Jason, oh God, and support him. Lift him up as our pastor. Pray for him regularly. Pray for his family regularly, Lord. They're going to need us. The devil's not going to like this. He doesn't want a church to be raised up higher. He doesn't want your body to be raised up. He doesn't want you to be glorified in this earth. And so he's going to try to stop it. So we pledge, oh God, as your people, as your body of Faith Bible Chapel, to stand beside this family and to defend them and to pray for them and to fast for them. And this church, Lord God, that you would continue the work that you started so many years ago. And until you return, that we would remain strong in you, O oh God. And we would continue to be the light in this community that you've called us to be. In Jesus' name. Pastor Jason and Cheryl, Micah had such a powerful word for leaders to do what is right to show mercy, and to walk humbly before your God. And as God took David from the sheepfold and gave him the guidance of Israel, he guided them by the integrity of his heart and the skillfulness of his hands. Now you have become a shepherd to this flock. You will carry this flock in your head and in your heart and in your hands. And the Lord will give you a prophetic revelation and prophetic insight and a prophetic voice to this congregation. Be a shepherd, build, feed the flock, love them, care for them tenderly, and lead us on 
into greater places with our King of Kings and our Lord of Lords. Father, I pray that uh, you would bless Pastor Jason uh, with great wisdom uh, to be able to balance the uh, role and the responsibilities of senior pastor with that of husband and father. Uh, Father, that he would always be available uh, and provide his full devotion uh, and love to his family and his presence so that the, uh, the uh, ministry that he provides to us will be equally available to them. Lord, that they will thrive and prosper, that when they grow, they will be pillars in the church. Father, they will be leaders. Father, that they will marry godly spouses. And Lord, that they will grow the kingdom. We just pray it in Jesus' great name. Hallelujah. Father, we uh, worship you and praise you and thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness, Lord, to the church since the day you established us 2,000 years ago. And Father, we are a generational church, Lord God. We know that there has to be a transition, Lord God, throughout the generation. And you have faithfully provided for that, Lord God, such that the gospel can go forth to a dying world. And Father, we just see your hand and your mercy, Lord, your graciousness towards us, that you have raised up Jason and Cheryl, Lord God, to now take this mantle, Lord God, and go forward for this next generation and the succeeding generations, Lord. Father, there are so many in the millennial generations, Lord God, Gen X, and Lord, the generations that are to follow that need to know you. Father, we live in a dark spiritual world, but Father, we know that the light will always triumph in the darkness, Lord God. And let Jason and Cheryl be the lights that shine here in Arvada, in Colorado, in the United States, throughout the world, Lord God, to show forth the gospel, the love, and the grace of Jesus Christ that brings us to salvation, to the hope of eternal life, Lord God. So, Father, we glorify you. We ask that you will just anoint them with a double portion, Lord God, of your word, of your wisdom, Father, of your anointing and your grace, Lord God, that will save so many who are yet to be saved, Lord. We thank you now. We worship you. We praise you. We glorify you in the name of Jesus, Lord. And Father, we, we thank you, Father, that as Pastor Jason lengthens his cords, strengthens his stakes, that, Father, we will follow in turn, that, Father, you will do the great work that you desire. Father, we pray in Jesus' name for them personally, for Pastor Jason and Cheryl, for Seth and Ellie. Father, your divine protection, your hand of protection over them as a family all the days of their lives, that, Father, we as a body would respond in kind with generosity to them and their family, that, Father, that we would provide for them those things that you've called us to provide. That, Father, that we would be a blessing, that we would commit to pray and to fast. And, Father, to seek your face on behalf of this family that you have called. Father, that we will care for them well. Father, we pray your divine protection around them all the days of their life. And that, Father, not only they, but their children and their children's children will serve you all the days of their life. In Jesus' name. The Apostle Paul recounts the Lord's words after removing Saul as king. I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. We pray that in the coming days, the Lord will anoint you with the spirit of King David, 
leading us in the battle to defeat the Goliaths that would seek to harm us, our families, and our church, and above all, trusting God with the victory. We pray that the Lord will anoint you with the character that he gave King David, humility, reverence, respect, trust, devotion, patience, faith, obedience, thankfulness, perseverance, and a love for his holy word. We pray that your life will be in harmony with the Lord. What is important to the Lord will be important to you. His desires will be your desires, his plans, your plans. Lead us, your flock, with the spirit of David, unafraid, vigilant, prayerful, boldly, and with the sensitivity of his Holy Spirit. Father, uh, as Pastor Jason and Cheryl leads this flock, Father, let this be a place, Lord, that uh, your, your spirit dwells in. It would be known as a place where we meet the Lord, where our needs are met, where people come in and, and your word is confirmed with signs and wonders following, oh God. Lord, help us to reach outside the walls of this place. The church is us and we need to go forth and Lord, anoint us, Lord, to spread the good news of the gospel. Father, thank you for their leadership, Lord God. And Lord, it's a, an exciting time, Lord. Lord, you said that evil would abound, Lord God, but that your grace would abound more, Lord God. So Father, we will see, Lord God, in this place, in this church body, Lord God, the testimony of Jesus Christ. And that, Lord, you will save many, Lord God, not because of our efforts, Lord God, but because of the Holy Spirit. And Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We look for an abundance, Lord God. Lord, as much as we can think or ask, Lord God, you said you would do even more, Lord God. So we commit them to you, we commit this body to you, and we thank you for the fruit that will come. Thank you, Lord. Father, in Jesus' name, in the name that reigns, in the name of the one who died that we might live, in the name of the one that chose Jason King and Cheryl King to lead this church, we humble ourselves before you. And Father, I'm asking God that you bestow upon them the spirit of grace and humility. But I'm asking also, God, for the authority of the prophetic word. I pray that out of Jason will come forth a prophetic word that will break, Father, the strongholds. I pray, O oh God, at this moment of the passing of the mantle, the kingdom of darkness is shuddering. I thank you for the crown of authority. Mm -hmm. Authority he has never known, but authority that you command him mm -hmm. to walk carefully in. Mm -hmm. Father, I thank you that we have not seen, 
nor have we ever heard in this earth <laughs> what's going to move through this man. God, I believe that. Mm. I believe that. Jesus. And Father, I thank you for Cheryl. Yes. I thank you for her. I thank you that she is fully equipped. I thank you she lacks nothing. <laughs> I thank you, Father, that you have anointed her. God, Jason didn't choose her for this position. You did. <laughs> And I thank you for this. And Father, um, I just want to say to you as the church, love this woman. Pray for her. Be good to her. And in doing that, you will honor God well. Amen. All right. I'm going to... I think my mic, my mic's on here. Okay, let this be the official laying on of hands. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah to the Lamb of Jesus. God. Amen. Father, we take this moment seriously. Lord God, as by faith we are believing that there's a transference, Lord, of the mantle of be the senior pastor of Faith Bible Chapel. Lord, may they uphold what has been the general part of our vision Amen, to reach the church and grow the church, yes. to be available to touch the nations of the world yes. with the gospel, yes. and Lord, to be part of what you're doing today in Israel yes. with the Jewish people. Yes. And Lord, in the name of Jesus, yes. may they carry that torch, yes. Lord, high. Yes in this world, oh God, and let that torch shine that many will see and come and believe and continue and be part of the great family of God that will exist forever and ever and ever. Lord, may they be blessed now in the name of Jesus Christ with health and strength and wisdom and power, oh God, humility, oh God, discernment, oh God, kindness, oh God, patience, oh God. Lord, as they wait on you to see your hand move, and Lord, let them never doubt. Lord, that, Lord, we trust that they will know that there is strength behind them, but Lord, we're there. We want to be there. But Lord, ultimately, Lord, it is you that they put their trust in. Lord, you will never leave them. You will never forsake them, oh God. Lord, you will be with them on this journey to the very end. Lord, as their eyes are focused in on you, and Lord, their hearts are inclined to you. Lord God, that you will prosper them in all that they do, everything they put their hands to, every place where their feet would walk, every part of the vision that you bring, oh God, into their hearts and their minds. Lord, you will see to fulfillment. Lord, that you might be glorified, that Jesus' name might be known, and Lord God, that all peoples of the earth will look to you, O oh God. And we do now, and Lord, help us to do it forever in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. God bless you, Lord. Proud of it. Already. Hallelujah. Even the crummy ones.
love you a lot. Buddy. Hallelujah. God be the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to, if you just remain standing, this is where you come, and uh, we're going to have uh, someone lead out in a prayer. It's time for you to receive Jason as your senior pastor. It's important that you receive him as your senior pastor. And Cheryl. So I'm going to march all of us, and this is one of my crazy ideas, but we're going to go down to the center because I envision just being in the center and with the elders around and then the church can come, all those that just kind of come to the center and you're going to receive Jason as a senior pastor. So we'll go down to the center of the congregation here. To God be the glory. You got it. idea. <laughs> All right. One elder surround. Come on in. We're going to invite people that are close. You want to come on up here and uh, hallelujah. I, uh, I am Brian. I'm going to ask that you pray a prayer in behalf of the congregation now in receiving. Okay. Is everybody ready? ready. Hallelujah. Open up your hearts. Receive this prayer. Lord, this is a joyful day, and uh, we are so grateful to be here as one. Lord, we welcome, we receive, we accept Jason and Cheryl. Lord, we're excited to support them. Father, put in all of our hearts that passion to pray, that passion to come alongside and serve. Lord, that we would be like Aaron and her, lifting up their arms. Lord, as they minister... Father, we are so grateful to you. We look to you as the chief shepherd, and we receive Jason and Cheryl as the shepherd of this body, Faith Bible Chapel, in Jesus' name, and we praise you. We thank you for all that you're doing. Amen. From here, I missed that part. <laughs> I can't tell. can't say I've ever talked from the center of the room before, but Cheryl and I want you to know we love you. We want you to know that it is our great honor to um, step into this role and to serve you. We believe God has a lot for you. We do this because of God's plan for you. We do this because of his purposes for your family and for your children and for your children's children. We do this because it is what God's asked us to do, but he asked us to do it on behalf of you. This is about you. This is about God's purpose and his plan for this church. And I will say this. The best way that we can honor our history of 50 years is to succeed in the next 50 years. And let's give God a hand for what he's going to do.
Just on behalf of my family and on behalf of the elders, thank you for coming today. It means so much that you would show up for this. I'm telling you, it means so much to us, and we love you. And I can't say that enough, but I do get several tens of, I don't know how many years I'm going to be here, 30, 40 years, to tell you that I love you. But this is our first. We love you. God bless you. Have a great day. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We hope that this message has spoken something personal to you. If you would like more information about our church family or service times, please call us at 303-424-2121 or visit us at our website, www.fbci.org. Faith Bible Chapel currently meets in our Family Worship Center, located on the corner of 62nd Avenue and Ward Road.